0: Welcome to CouragePod. My name is Lauren Ray, the Courage Coach. I am an entrepreneur, certified mindset coach, and expert in building unshakable courage. Each week, I'll be bringing you inspiring episodes, helping you to discover how to unlock your limitless potential and to break through to new levels of success in life, love, wealth, and business. In my world, we don't settle, we courage. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to CouragePod. Today, we're going to dive into a fear that many of us encounter, many of us experience, although we're often afraid to admit it, and it can be kind of embarrassing to admit, but I see it time and time and time again, and I am willing to admit that this has been a subconscious block for myself as well, talking about the fear of responsibility. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a quick reminder that the doors to my brand new monthly membership, Couraging Club, is officially open and you are invited to join us. This is the only membership that I can see on the internet that combines transformational courage coaching, science-backed subconscious reprogramming work, empowerment, success coaching, and more, and so, so much more. It is a club designed for you to unlock your limitless potential so that you can create your dream and life and business with more ease without breaking the bank. And until the end of July, you can join and trial your first month with us for 50% off the usual price. So it's normally $55 a month, which is around £42 for you Brits. Um, But you can join for the first month with 50% off for $27.50, which is about £20 again for you Brits. And you can join getting this discount using coupon code CLUB50July. All the links are in the show notes, but you can go to couragecore.com forward slash club or go to the links in the show notes. And again, that coupon code, which is available until the end of July, is club50july50, the numbers. Okay, but let's dive into the fear of responsibility. Like most fears, it does exist on a sliding scale. Like if I say someone is afraid of failure, I'm not just saying it all exists at the exact same level for every single person. Every fear really does exist on a sliding scale. And on one side, for fear of responsibility, you will fear, but you'll feel a slight aversion to it. You're like, I'm slightly not okay with the responsibility, but I'm okay. And on the other side, people can experience full-blown anxiety around responsibility. Now, you might think that this fear is irrational, but I assure you, like many fears, there are very rational and understandable reasons behind it for many of us. And this is even showing up for people who are highly capable, highly ambitious, highly successful. And that is why it's often really embarrassing to admit that this is a part of maybe where they're holding themselves back. And this is also a really sneaky one as it often sits layers beneath other fears. And then there's layers beneath that as well, or it is behind the beliefs we have around money blocks. So for example, many of my clients come to me because they have hit an income plateau in their business. I work with many business owners in all niches. So service-based, coaches, consultants, creators, product businesses, owners, and so on and so on. And whether they can't seem to pass go to begin with in the right the stage of their business and they can't seem to pass go and collect their first $200, or if they've been around the, the metaphorical business block a few times, so they have all the pieces to, to play with, but they just seem to can't seem to bust through their next level often it's assumed that they have a fear of success or a fear of judgment maybe that comes with more visibility and obviously more visibility is more clients, more reach, more impact and then more money. Or perhaps their belief is that it's their disempowering money beliefs that are sabotaging their next level of success. Now whilst all of those things are likely to be true, the fear of responsibility is often what's beneath that that is often at play. Let's be honest, it's not sexy or cool to admit. But entrepreneurship, so if you're not an entrepreneur, there are plenty of things that you are experiencing in your day to day life that have similar scariness. So don't feel excluded if I'm talking about entrepreneurs right now and that's not coming to you. There will be a version of this for you, but it's just easier for me to use entrepreneurship as an example because that is what I do and is what a lot of my clients do. Again, whether it doesn't, doesn't matter what they do they are not necessarily pursuing the nine to five. But for example, entrepreneurship is scary. You know, it's massive visibility online, even if it doesn't feel like it and you're only putting yourself out there to, I don't know, a hundred people. That's a hundred people. And of course, you don't know whether something's going to go viral. I've had plenty of clients where they've done one reel to a hundred followers or a thousand followers, but then it's got 32,000 views that's not normal. <laughs> one of my clients, she came to me and she was initially really nervous about doing any reels whatsoever. And she was kind of outright like, no, I'm not doing them. And when we dug into that, it was actually this fear of being seen and this fear of judgment and cancel culture and all those kind of things, things that are completely rational to be afraid of. But once we worked through that and she kind of put herself out there initially, and just did one reel, it opened up the floodgates for her in a beautiful way, but also in a very scary way because she's now scaled her Instagram account, I and mean, the last time I checked it was about fifty thousand followers, and many of her reels are getting millions of views. Imagine doing a 30-second reel that in your pajamas in your bedroom and millions of people seeing it. So it's completely rational <laughs> that putting yourself out there online is kind of scary. And not only are we then putting ourselves in the firing line for horrible comments and cancel culture. I mean, I, honestly, I'm not going to go into this. I'll get, I won't get off my soapbox soon enough. But we also have to handle sales and figure out marketing. And we have to handle money and exchange of money and figure out how to price things. We have to then make sure we're doing our taxes. And there are various legal business responsibilities. And there, obviously, as we get bigger and bigger, often there's legal disputes. And that doesn't really matter what business you are. Business and legal disputes are just bound to happen. It's all scary. And it's a big responsibility, especially as you build your business and you start building team members and you're hiring people and you're responsible for their salary. And potentially if you're in the US and you're therefore then responsible for their healthcare and so on and so on. Entrepreneurship requires a lot of courage consistently. The thing is, is that this is always about peeling back the onion layers for each person. So it's so easy to just put a rubber stamp on something saying, oh, you have a fear of failure. You have a fear of responsibility. But for every single person, once you start peeling back the onion layers, there are so many layers to go, which is why I really encourage people to really take the time to uncover what it is for them and not just go with what they've seen on the internet and be like, oh, I must have a fear of blah, 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 and then write it off to that. Because the fear of responsibility, as I've already said, is often beneath what we believe the fears to be. So many people come to me saying that they, they believe that, you know, their income plateau is because they have maybe a fear or they have disempowering beliefs around money. And so they come to work on their money blocks. And often I say to them, I feel like it's actually a fear of responsibility about what could result in handling that much money. So it's not the money itself. Like if I gave you 100000 right now, you'd be like, sure, let me take it. But if I said you're going to be now responsible for a hundred thousand every week for the rest of this year, that would definitely conjure up a very different feeling in your body. And of course, when we start peeling back the layers even more, fear of responsibility isn't usually about responsibility itself. This is, I feel like this is like fear inception or something. We are always peeling back the onion though, as I say, the fear of taking responsibility will often, if we're afraid of what it will lead us into contact with, if that is a terrible sentence, but the fear of taking responsibility will lead us into other things which we're afraid of. For example, the fear of blame, the fear of conflict, the fear of failure and so on and so on. So I'm going to dive into three that I see commonly are the next layer beneath, if you're following this at all, <laughs> the next layer beneath. I feel like I need like a, like a visual aid right now. So I maybe I have to come up with a visual aid and I'll send it to you all via email. But I'm pretty sure you're following. You're all smart people. Okay, but I'm going to dive into three of the core causes of why we have a subconscious fear of responsibility. The first one is the fear of making mistakes and failure and it all being on you. That it's all on you. You made the decision. You made that move. You made that investment. You made that decision to hire that person and it doesn't go well. Or you didn't get an ROI on the investment that you can currently see. Or you made a decision that resulted in losing clients, or whatever it is. And you might be terrified of making a mistake because of what you perceive mistakes to mean, particularly based on previous experiences. So, again, if we go down the layer deep, <laughs> spewing them back, it's what you perceive failure to mean. What does it mean about me? How, how am I going to make this mean about myself? Like, how does it make me look? What, what are people going to think? So, I really encourage you if Fear of responsibility has resonated with you and it might be the fear of making mistakes. To go take your time to journal on this and ask yourself, okay, if there's another layer to this, what am I afraid of? Okay, if I'm afraid of making mistakes, okay, what am I afraid is going to happen as a result of making a mistake? And again, it might then be, what are people going to think? Or that makes me a really bad person, or it means that I'm not smart. And so just keep going until you find out what the actual source is for you, because every single person listening will have a very different final layer. But this is why a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs will, who have this fear, will keep outsourcing their responsibility in their business. You know, I've seen so many people and it's so frustrating because these people are so incredibly talented and so incredibly capable, but they just don't see it in themselves and they don't trust themselves to make the decisions. And I see people, my peers and people that I know like just hiring coaches and mentors just consistently. And like, of course, there's nothing wrong with hiring coaches and mentors. I do that. And I am a coach and mentor. but. When people are hiring coaches and mentors, almost like, you know, having three or four coaches and mentors at once, and they just go back to back, back to back, back to back, and they never have a break. And of course, that's fine. But when I see it's a difference, and where I see it's actually more of a hindrance rather than a help, is when you're doing it, because you can't possibly imagine being alone with your own decision making. And there's a very different energy from hiring coaches and mentors from a very empowered I. I want the insight, I want to learn, I want to grow versus I need a coach and mentor because I need somebody else to tell me what to do and I need to be able to put, and this isn't always a conscious decision, but I want to be able to put the responsibility on somebody else. And that's a very different energy. Now, of course, anyone you hire who is selling a service should deliver on the thing that they say. But ultimately, if you're, let's say you're hiring a business strategy coach and they are teaching you their step-by-step on how to uh, like start a business so they're showing you how to niche they're showing you how to make create a reel and put yourself out there maybe they're showing you how to market yourself and maybe they're showing you how to do sales calls and stuff like that they can give you all of the information but ultimately the responsibility for all of our actions the implementation and the results do the buck kind of stops with us and for many of us if we do have this fear of making mistakes and this fear of responsibility That can be incredibly scary and it can often lead people to hiring a coach or a mentor but then not doing anything with the information or hiring a coach or mentor but then sort of rebelling or blaming that person if they don't get the results that they want. And so it's just really important to understand like what is my energy behind these decisions? What is my energy behind hiring this person? What is my energy about this? Where am I outsourcing responsibility in my business? Where am I outsourcing responsibility for my life in general? So as I said, like, yes, I'm using entrepreneurship as an example here, but this really comes down to life in general. Where are we outsourcing our decisions? Where are we turning to our parents? Yeah, of course, you're like 15, listen to this. <laughs> listen to your parents. <laughs> they know things. But like, where are we outsourcing our life decisions to our friends? Oh, everyone around us is, is doing this. I should do it too. Like all of my friends are getting married and having kids. Like I should do that too. Or or, oh, my friend said I'd be really good at this, I should do that. Like, yes, take advice. Yes, seek inspiration. Yes, seek whatever you need to. But at the end of the day, your life and your lived experience, the buck stops starts, starts with you. So just be mindful of like, where am I outsourcing responsibility and therefore where am I outsourcing what my life ends up looking like and my business results? Now, of course, this fear of making mistakes and failure and it being all on you can feel particularly heavy for those who experienced shame or punishment as a child whenever they made a mistake so if you're a child and you were given some level of responsibility and it could have just been as simple as you were told okay be responsible like hold this expensive vase," and then you you dropped it because you're five and then you got punished for it you can have an association in your subconscious that responsibility i can't handle And I'm going to get punished and my relationships are going to be in jeopardy and I'm going to be shamed. If I take on the responsibility, I'm not necessarily going to take that well and I'm not necessarily going to be able to handle this expensive vase very well with my little five year old hands. And therefore there's consequences to that. And even though consciously that doesn't make sense now as an adult, it's in there. It's in your filing system. It's in your supercomputer. There's part of you that is associating responsibility with punishment and shame. Another factor as to why we might have a fear of responsibility is a conflict aversion. Now, of course, no one really loves, I mean, actually, no, some people like conflict. <laughs> Let's just say it how it is. Some people get their jollies off to conflict. Most people, though, don't like conflict or don't like handling conflict. But for some people, conflict is a real thing. For them. They cannot handle it. They avoid it at all costs. They cannot handle it. They will do anything in their power to have any, like, to have no conflict whatsoever. It's like, sweep it under the rug. Don't talk about it, just crack on with it. And many people who fear taking responsibility are ultimately just fearing the reactions of others and the potential conflicts or challenges that arise from that. Their past experiences, obviously, just as before, have linked responsibility with conflict for various reasons. And so they fear taking on more responsibilities, let's say in your business, because, for example, taking on more clients and then the crippling responsibility of making sure that they have a great experience and You take on responsibility for their result and their happiness, um, and and you're so worried about if they don't get results, if one client's not happy or one client has a complaint, that fear of like, well, if I have more clients and I have more customers, I'm more likely to have that. Or what if I can't handle that many clients or customers, and therefore I drop the ball and there's a mistake. There was one month in my business, um, so the first year of my business, I was signing clients every single month. I mean, just as I am now, but I wouldn't give this as an example. I was signing maybe on like three clients a month, let's say in my first year of business um, as a coach. And then one month, I think it was July 2021. So yes, that was within my first year of business. It was July 2021, I think it was. And I signed eight new clients in one month. And I already had clients on my books. I think I had, I already had five clients. So that took me to what? I don't know, 13. I can't do maths. <laughs> <That's> limiting belief. <laughs> I'm getting better at maths. I think I had like 13 or 14 or 15 clients in total. So I don't know what what those numbers actually were at the time. But I think I remember signing eight clients in one month and it all just happened really fast. And of course, I was ecstatic. But the final client that I signed that month was very challenging from day one in a beautiful way. And I actually loved working with her. We actually ended up working together for a long, long time. But straight off the back, there was a bit of pushback. There was a little bit of a challenge that I wasn't ever used to. And what that meant was there was a part of my body that was like, wow, okay, I now have like 15 one-to-one clients. This is a lot of individual people that I feel highly responsible for in a beautiful way. I love working with my clients, but the added thing of having one client within that, that was quite challenging. I didn't even realize it at the time. This is all me looking back in hindsight now, but the following month I only signed one client. So it really like impacted my capacity to take on more and it really impacted, and even though I could have taken on more because the following month I had two or three finished, so I had people coming into three or six month programs at the time. So it was just for July that I had like 15 and then the next month two or three finished their three months, so I had space, technically take on more, but even, and even though I was doing all the normal things, I was putting myself out on Instagram, I was telling people I had spaces, energetically, uh-uh, I was... I was blocking myself big time because there was a part of me that feared what if I take on more and they're all challenging or or one of them doesn't isn't happy or I can't actually handle them all and I had this fear of not being able to handle that level of responsibility and so I didn't sign I think I signed one client that next month and I think it was only for a single session as well and it took me until the end of that month I was like I hadn't realized it and when I got to the end of that month and I looked back I thought I know what's happened. I know that this is an energetic thing. I worked on that subconsciously and then the following month I was back to normal. But it's just important to recognize that these things can happen even if you're like highly capable, highly functioning, already making success. These things do creep in. And so of course it's understandable if you get to a certain level of business and you're bringing in more and more clients and you're launching group programs and maybe you have certain number of clients all at once there can be a fear of like what if this results in conflict what if this results in one unhappy client and that spreads amongst the rest what if one person isn't unhappy and goes on the internet and says something bad about me like it's just it's an understandable rational fear but of course if we allow that fear to lead our lives then we stop our businesses from growing and of course there's also a fear that the bigger you get in business or the bigger you get in life in general that there are potential legal issues and I think I see this in entrepreneurs in, in all niches, but I definitely see this really, really heavily. They often don't see it themselves, but there's a fear of the business, the legal stuff in the music industry. So for those of you who may have just jumped into this episode for the first time and you have no idea anything about me, which is fine. Um, this is about you, not me. But my background is in the music industry. And I'm a recording artist. I'm a songwriter. I've worked in record labels and I've been in the industry for a long, long time. And there are so many stories of huge legal issues that come up in the industry. This artist signed a contract that they didn't know they were signing and they got screwed over and this big artist signed a contract and they got screwed over or this person didn't... Realize. It's so many legal battles and this person's been taken to court for this. There are. I mean, honestly, we are inundated with cautionary tales so to speak in the music industry and I think that this is just something that's sort of just seeped into our subconscious over and over and over again. And so a lot of artists really fear the legal side of the music industry and therefore sabotage themselves because if you're afraid of it and you resist and you ignore it, you often make mistakes that lead you to those things. And that's not about me victim blaming, it's just more about recognizing that what we resist persists. Okay, so number three is when we are afraid of negative emotions. I know that sounds really silly, but many of us are really, really afraid of feeling disappointed, anger, sadness, grief. I mean, understandably, they're not great emotions to feel, but so many people fear that they're not able to cope with those emotions. And so the fear of responsibility and what ultimately might happen. So, if there's you know, failure or there's problems, or the bigger your business gets and the more things you have to handle, you're never going to experience huge joy and happiness and excitement. But life is full of dualities. There's also going to be moments of really di- big disappointment and sadness and anger and, and frustration. And many people who aren't equipped, because we aren't taught this, but haven't equipped themselves to support themselves emotionally and to support their nervous system as they expand in their businesses and as they put themselves out there more and as they're kind of more visible and got more responsibility in their businesses it can be really intimidating and they're afraid of being overwhelmed by the pressure and the emotions that come up with getting more and more visible and having more and more responsibility so you're probably thinking okay Lauren this is all very depressing (laughs) how can I start overcoming this fear well let me give you one big tip to take away with it today. And I'm pretty sure you'll probably be able to guess what I'm going to say by now if you've been listening to all these episodes and also if you looked at the title of this podcast. <laughs> this this podcast is called Courage Pod, by the way. Um, build courage. Actively build courage. And courage is not just hashtag feel the fear and do it anyway. It is and it isn't, but it's a muscle. It's like, you know, I'm not going to expect you to have never gone to the gym before, but then suddenly be able to bench press i don't know 200 pounds i have no idea how bench pressing works but you see the point i'm trying to make if you want to be able to handle more and more responsibility in the sense of you want to have more success you want to have more visibility you want to have a bigger impact you want to have more and more opportunities if you want to make more money all of these things come with more responsibility and more responsibility requires you to be able to handle all that comes with that And so building courage now as you go, and I'm always saying, well, not necessarily on the podcast, but I'm always saying it to my clients, is that we want to make sure that you have, you're setting yourself up so that your subconscious mind, your capacity for courage matches where you want to go, not where you are right now. Like if you found yourself hitting a plateau, if you found yourself, things are ticking along, but you can't seem to like, you're not making the traction that you want, it's worth looking at what's in your subconscious mind, what are the unprocessed, unacknowledged fears that are going on there, and how can we expand your capacity for courage so that it matches the level that you want to go to. So if you're currently at a two, I'm um, again, this is all made up numbers, but if you're currently at a two, courage-wise, and there's a bunch of stuff in your subconscious mind that's like a two level, again, this is a weird analogy, but, and you're a two in your results, okay, cool. If you want to have five level results, you want to make sure that everything is subconscious and your courage levels at least at the very least match a five or a six, and then you keep growing one on the other, side by side as you expand. Inner work has to match the outer results, and courage is a conscious choice. It's like going to the gym. It's about building self confidence, self trust, self worth, self efficacy and it's really about understanding how is my subconscious mind aligned to my conscious mind and success is not about avoiding problems. I mean, let's just face it. Most of the people who are listening to this that I'm aware of, of course, if I don't know you're listening to this and you're not an entrepreneur, please send me a DM. I would love to know who's listening. I get a lot of lovely messages, but they do tend to be people from my Instagram that I already know or past clients. But if you're listening to this and we've never interacted, I genuinely would love to hear who you are, what's bringing you to the podcast. And if you have any topic suggestions that you're like, hey, I'd love you to talk about X, Y, and Z please send me a DM. I'd love the ideas. Anyway, back to my point. Success is not about avoiding problems. And my point was entrepreneurship in its essence is problem solvers. Like entrepreneurs go out there, create a business that solves a problem and then get paid for it. It's about becoming bigger than any problems that may arise. So it's about knowing that no matter what happens at every single level of your success, no matter what happens in your life, you can handle it. Now, of course, if you haven't listened to my very first episode, what is courage and how do I get it? Go and have a listen to that because it gives you a little bit more insight about how I look at courage and how we can build it, actively build it within ourselves. There's also the second episode. I think it's like how to create your dream life or something like that there's also an episode where i actually have a courage meditation so there's plenty of free resources on the podcast already but of course the Couraging club is now open and this is a brilliant and excellent way for us to connect and for you to get access to all of these courage building tools and the subconscious mindset work that i'm always banging on about thank you for listening to courage pod with me lauren ray if you love what you heard today share it with a friend and leave us a review If you like free gifts, head to the show notes where you'll see a free training from Stuck to Unstoppable, how to stop self-sabotaging to create the life you actually want. You could also head to couragecore.com forward slash unstoppable. Until next week, as always, keep couraging.